Journal entry number three hundred and sixty. I found it, the perfect testing ground. This place isn't too important in the grand scheme of things, but it's not insignificant either. It's reasonably uncomplicated and unentangled, and people in places like that are few and far between. I'm not going to miss a chance like this. There's something still bothering me, though. A little itch at the base of my spine, telling me there's something I've overlooked. A missing factor, maybe? I don't know, something out of place? Well, I, I'm sure it's nothing. I've got a good feeling about this group. Intruder or visitor? Visitor, definitely, definitely visitor, visitor, definitely visitor, not intruding anywhere unless I am, in which case I'm very sorry, it was not my intention at all. Can you let me go, please? Oh, oh, good, 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 good. And she drops you. Uh, does she drop me far? Because, like, I'm, I'm only three feet, like, it's a long way to go. Yeah, so that's interesting. You were looking straight into her eyes at eye height, so you've fallen, I think, about four feet. Yeah, I hit the ground with a... Oh, that was... And so you, you look up to see a seven-foot-tall woman. I think what's what's most obvious is above, she's got a kind of short shock of brown hair uh, with two cat ears sticking out of it, which is the normal number of cat ears. <laughs> <laughs> the generally accepted amount of cat ears. She is, uh, she's quite muscular. She, you can see this because she's wearing, she's wearing what's quite nice shirt. It like, it's notably nice. Like not many people have nice shirts in in this this world because there's not much in the way of most people are too busy to kind of do any like weaving and stuff, and uh, I guess embroidery, all that sort of stuff. The shirt making devices haven't really evolved yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's wearing quite a nice shirt and it has no sleeves, which is why you can see her kind of sizable muscles. Um, but what's more notable is that uh, from her kind of, she's mostly covered in fur, but from her from her elbows down, it's covered in what are kind of pang- pangolin scales. What is a pangolin? They are very good animals. Oh my God, you have to Google them. They're like uh, anxious dragons. They're beautiful. They're sorry armadillos. Yeah, they're uh, like armadillos or anteaters, but with scales. And anxiety. Yeah. Aww. Oh, I see. She's also got a tail, which is also covered in these scales. I point to her scales and I go, "Oh, you've got what I've got. You've got. We've both got the same, the same sort of thing." My name's Halbin Gerald. It's a pleasure to meet you. Can I pop out of owl form at this point? Yeah, you can. You j- I think you just do that, right? You just yeah. pop back in. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, sorry. I just, I didn't want to be. Uh, I mean, you seem to be quite cautious, and I wanted to make sure I wasn't entering under any kind of false pretenses. Hello, it's very nice to meet you. Hey, 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 hey. Uh. Yeah, hi, hi. Uh, Halbane? Halbane? Halbane Gerald. That's what I said. Yes, pleasure to meet you. 
Hi, Halbane. Uh, my name is Ania. Ania. Ania, and you're, you're visitors? Absolutely visitors. Def- definitely not intruders. Definitely not intruders, right? Right? Definitely not intruders. What, in- what, what is exactly an intruder by these standards, if you don't mind me asking, Ania? And she thinks for a second. She's just there kind of pondering. Um, you can ask Fairness about that. We'll, we'll clear that one up later. Later. Um, you two? Non-intruders? Big guy? Big guy? My name is Ludacris Bulge. And <laughs> I would like to ask, if you don't know what an intruder is, then how are you defending this town and why are you branding people as intruders and interrogating them? Well, it's, it's real important to make sure people don't get in who aren't supposed to be here. We're only allowed... And visitors have to make... We have to make sure that people who are intruders don't get in and the visitors can stay. Ludacris, I do also want to point out that when you first met me, you did try to kill me. Like, a lot. You really tried that. Very much so. That's because you were being unlawful. No, it's because you said I looked like a unicorn. Shh! Don't say that! Well... So I just want, just hold, just hold off on your sudden, your, your, you know, attacking people and, and stuff like that. Because, you know, everyone makes mistakes. And, I mean, Ania here, I mean, no mistake was made at all. It's fine. I mean, normally the visitors are about, I mean, the intruders normally are about your kind of height, Halbane. And they tend to have spiky swords, which are generally pointed at me. So, and normally I can't get the jump on them like that. So it's, it's, I was pretty sure you were visitors. I just had to make sure. This part of civilization is under attack. Yeah, yeah, I can. Uh, it's it's from the from the people. Well, the people. I guess they're they're creatures, really. At Ashpit. Ashpit. This will not stand. Yeah, and uh, uh, sorry, the last one. What was your name? Um, my name is Sigrun. What's that big yellow thing? Oh, that's that's sustain. I can explain all about that later. Can I go and look at it? It looks interesting. Not right now, but yes. Uh, we really have to go see Fennis. All the visitors have to see Fennis. Okay. So you can get get the pass. Otherwise, you you can't come in. It's it's important. Lead on. Who is Fennis? Oh, he's my brother. Oh, okay, cool. He's 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 a big deal. Well, I guess he's a big deal. He tells me he's a big deal. Is he like the leader here, or is he in charge of this place? Not really. He just, uh, he's in charge of the gate. He's in charge of the entrance. He's in charge of visitors. He runs the visitors department. He runs the <laughs> office. Is he off sick? Is that why you are doing it today? Sorry, can I just say, we, so we don't have embroidery yet, but we have bureaucracy. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there will always be bureaucracy and there has always been bureaucracy. It pops into existence just after cockroaches. I'm very, I love this about the world. I'm learning so many things. <laughs> this is the very important part of how the world works yes um i mean we do have embroidery it's just not like scalable yeah it's scalable all right we'll lead on to 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 fennis would be uh, it'd be a, a joy to meet him i'm sure okay okay uh stay close because you don't have you don't have passes yet you need to get the pass first before we can let you walk around. i stand very close to her is it interesting in the village? Does it look unusual in any way? Can I look around and completely fail to stay close and sort of amble along at the back being interested? Yeah, um, so what you see is that it's, it basically looks like a market. You guys have seen marketplaces yeah. before, yeah. right? I assume. Yes. I assume you have, Sigrun, right? It, it looks like a marketplace. Um, oh, do they have stalls? Yes, there are stalls, yeah. Do they have shiny things? I'm gonna say, let's do a roll for that. Yay! So two sixes. 
because I, I guess you're probably really interested in looking at like you're looking around at the stalls. Oh, I will say this is in a forest, right? So there are these huge trees um, kind of surrounding everywhere. It doesn't look like there's any like living huts right in this main area. Ooh. There we go. Oh, I rolled really well. I got a 10. What am I adding to it? Anything? Okay, so you rolled you rolled plus whiz. Plus wisdom. Oh, I'm good at that. Uh, 12. 12. Oh, cool. So I can see forever. You get three questions from that list below, and you get to ask me them, and I'll tell you the answers to three of those questions. So the questions are, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who's really in control here? What here is not as it appears to be? Okay. Uh, uh, none of those questions are... Oh, they're shiny things. Um, okay. Well, I mean, what here is valuable to me is kind of... <laughs> what here is valuable to me would probably be that. <laughs> I think having a, a fairly good idea now what kind of person Sigrun is, I think I can, I can start to, to, to point things down in direction. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, I would like to know who here is really in charge. Okay, so what you notice as you're following behind an ear is that you can see... You've seen marketplaces before, and and normally you could tell who kind of has the power, but just by how people are moving around them. And you can see that people are paying more attention to kind of making sure they don't bump into these people wearing green robes. They look of like a similar sort of quality to the shirt that Ania was wearing. Okay. And there are a few of these people, not just one. Yeah, no, there's a few of them. So there's like two or three. Okay, cool. That's interesting. So you, you will you take one forward. Remember, you always take plus one forward when you're acting on these answers. So like if you, well, we'll work it out. You can ask more questions. You get two more questions. Um, what here is uh, shiny, eye-catching, pretty, or useful to me? What is useful or valuable? Okay. So as you look at the, you obviously peer at the market stalls because you know where the good stuff is, right? And you can see there's lots of like kind of intricately carved things. On, on each of the stalls. So there are things that clearly people have put a lot of effort into, but there's quite a lot of them. So like most of the stalls have a lot of like intricately carved like toys. There's one place where they seem to be selling like some kind of a board game. And there's another market store where they're selling these nice embroidered clothes. So lots of things like Aeneas shirt. Lots of stuff that looks like it's... Um, a bit fancy. A bit fancy, yeah. Have they got anything like actively shiny like gems or... There's no jewellery or anything like that. There's no jewellery. Okay. This is not a mining town. No. My eye is, however, being caught by the embroidered clothes. I think instead of an owl, you should have transformed into a magpie. I mean, I have that one too. And then I have a third question, but I don't know what to ask. Guys, guys, crowdsourcing. What do I ask? What were the other ones? Uh, What happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? Maybe that one. And what here is not what it appears to be. Or maybe that one. That one. <laughs> you look at the marketplace. I do that. Yeah, you look around the marketplace. You're still looking. Weird, weird that you're still looking around this marketplace when you just tell me you're looking at it. What you see in, in most marketplaces is that actually the number one thing being traded is food. Like people are bringing food from yeah. all over the place. Um, generally, that's what happens, right? There are places yeah. to trade food because that's the number one thing you've got to look out for in this world to survive. It's food. Except me and Bulge. Except you and Bulge, who are notable, notable exceptions to this We're rule. We're special. Yeah. Um, but here, there is no food. There's none. Oh, really? Nothing? Nobody's trading any food. Huh. There are no food stands. A lot of the time, you'd see like the market sellers would have some food behind the stand to eat as they're working. There's none of that. No food at all. Interesting. Ooh foodless place and i don't see anybody who looks like me here do i um no you don't cool 
And I, I, I presume I don't see anybody who looks like Bulge because that would really stand out. Yeah, Bulge is a unique guy. Bulge is a, is a Bulge is his own special kind of kid. As we're walking, um, I would like to ask Ania. Are you single? <laughs> I'm working up to it. So have you lived here long? What's what's the name of this place? It's not. We're not in a. We're not in a. I've forgotten. Golgarian. No, we're not there. I've been there before. Where is this? Oh, oh, oh! I forgot to tell you. Uh, this is Midland. Midland. Welcome to Midland. I meant. I meant to tell everyone. Welcome to Midland. I. I forgot. That's all right. Don't worry about it. You know, you just kept the surprise for longer. It's. It's. It's even better that way. Uh, what about this ash pit that you, that you mentioned before? What's up with that? Oh, ash pit. That's um. It's just a little like. Like, settlement, I guess? Are they giving you trouble? Yeah. Have you heard of lingerers? Lingerers? Yeah, they, these, like, little short things. I mean, short for you or short for me? Probably about the same height as you. Okay, so halbane-sized things. Yeah, halbane-sized things. There's a little settlement of these creatures that live not far from here, and occasionally they'll come in and try and... They keep trying to get up into sustain, and... 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 Mr. Avarice says they we can't let them in. He says he says they can't be allowed to get up there. Okay, I would like to stop you there, Mr. Avarice. Yeah. Though who is Mr. Avarice? Because that's not a name that bodes well. I don't know what you mean. He manages sustain. We can get to that later. Come on, come on. And uh, she leads you into this tent. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a tent. It's <laughs> it's. You have a lovely tent here. Wow, I'm just, I'm blown away. I've never seen one quite like it. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's actually quite a big tent. <laughs> it better be. Wasn't to you, Ed. Yeah, I know. She leads you into this tent. Can you put Ania back on? <laughs> no, Ania's, Ania's going away now. You've had enough Ania for one day. She's now afar. Ah! <laughs> oh, very good. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, wow. Oh, good God. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> So she opens up the thing and it's quite a big tent. It's fairly long. Have you seen like in, in kind of Roman TV shows or whatever, they always have that tent where like the general sits. Yeah, the general tent. I've I've read Asterix. So yes, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> so, I had this, I... It's a big tent with like a desk in it for some reason. <laughs> my, my head went to, oh, TV shows made by the Romans. We're not that far back in time. <laughs> Man, when in Rome, make a TV show. <laughs> yeah. And so in this room, there is like... I can't imagine a big tent. Don't worry. You haven't lost this yet. And on the left of you, it's it's reasonably plain, but on the left, there's like a long bench um, that's made out of the wood that comes out of the same trees around here. You can tell. It looks the same. It's locally crafted. Okay. Sigrun approves of that. It's it's local crafts work, yeah. It's an artisanal bench. <laughs> At the back of the room, there is this this big kind of desk made of the same wood that's been quite... It's got a nice pattern carved on it kind of strewn across the, the desk there's lots of these like wax tablets with stuff scratched into them uh you can see there's a big stack of those at the back on another kind of wooden box uh there's a kind of wooden shelving unit and there's lots of like lots of bits of like wooden tablets and things that are things that have been carved into and and wooden things with carvings on them that are words can i wander over to one no because i'm still relaying the description of the room <laughs> yeah and um sat at the sat at the desk <laughs> is a small sort of slightly above halvane sized uh, guy with brown hair and cat ears <laughs> it's going in that direction already please may i go over and look at one of the uh, wax tablets and see if i can read it yeah you so i'm guessing you just like you basically run past fenith uh you run past an ear here i mean i don't run i just sort of i just sort of move with certain purpose because i'm interested okay so you walk straight past the desk and as you get right next to the desk uh this 
this guy sitting at the desk looks up and he <coughs> excuse me Hello, I'm Sigrun. What are you doing? What are these? These are... Uh, Anir, could you not just bring people in here without announcing yourself, please? We've got more visitors, Fennis. Fine. Ugh. Oh, you are Fennis? Yes, please take a seat. There's two chairs in front of him, and then there's a kind of corner where there's like several more chairs. I mean, I'll sit in front of him. I will stand. Do I have to climb up onto the chair? No, it's it's like... It's a pretty regular height. It's made for children. It's not made for... You're not that short. Actually, you are kind of short. I'm three foot. I am three foot. Okay, so the the chairs in front of his desk are at like... He's like five foot tall. So, oh, you will need to get a chair, won't you? There's... Okay, in the corner of the room, there are various sized chairs. I go and get... <laughs> I go and get a small chair with dignity. Okay, cool. I just stand there and loom, unlike the clothing industry. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> he, uh... You see that he's actually there scratching away at some, some wooden tablet. Not wooden tablet. He's scratching away at a wax tablet on his desk. I'm still leaning forward to try and see what it says. Inir, could you make the big man get a chair? Good luck. Ludica, sit down, won't you? Just, I mean, you can sit on the ground if you don't want to sit on a chair, chair. You can have my chair if you need one, Ludicrous. Your chairs are not sufficient. Just sit on the ground then, big man. It's no problem. Well, I think you are making um, Miss, Mr. Fen, Fennis nervous, so maybe you could kneel or sit or something. It would be very kind of you. I kneel before no man. I'd, or woman. I mean, it's a cat person, so... Or beast. Or what? Or thing. Oh, fine. Well, just, well, just have a seat, won't you, Ludicrous? We don't want to get an ear in trouble after all, so just, you know, sit down. I descend. <laughs> and just thunk. It's easy when you don't have any bones. Fennis, can I can I go now? Are we good? Can I go play? Can I go play, please? <laughs> oh, fine. And she she kind of springs out of the room. I look longingly as she goes. You guys are sat down in front of um in front of Fennis now, right? In front of yes. his desk. Yep. Yeah, well, uh, welcome, welcome the three of you. Could I have your names, please? Halbane Gerard. Oh, you got mine. I, I don't have your name. No, I said, hello, I am Sigrun, and you are Fennis. Yes, yes, yes. And he pulls out three of these wax tablets and begins scratching your names into each of them. And you, um, large person. My name is Ludicrous Bulge. Excellent, great. And he writes that down on the tablet. Um, what are your op- occupations, please? Occupation. Yeah. What do you? What is your? Do you? Do you have a? Do you do something? What is? Yes. Um. My occupation currently is being interested in what you're writing. I'll put researcher. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I like that. That's pretty good, actually. I'm the one who speaks for the flames. Wow, Helen, that's really cool. You didn't mention that before. It didn't really come up. You all seemed a little bit frightened when I went and got into the fire. Yeah, that was unnerving. I'll put translator. Well, all right, yeah. Interpreter, more like. Fine. I am the vanquisher of chaos, anointed and given life by Sinek himself. He just puts a dash in that box. <laughs> These are really good, you guys. I think maybe I will ask you at some point to give me a hand coming up with the title for me, because those are really good. But, you know, I thought researcher was pretty good. You're very inquisitive. You're a curious one. You know, researcher's got a nice, you know, an air to it, you know, not just nosy. Nosy? Do you think it sounds official? Do you think it's good? It's better than nosy, I think. (gasps) (laughs) Do you three ever stop talking for five minutes? 
Not really. Oh, no, absolutely not. And in fact, as soon as she stops, I start. And then as soon as I stop, she We're starts We're starting again. to get a little bit of a double act. You know, before the end of it, we'll be finishing each other's sentences. Sandwiches. Oh, well, I thought you didn't eat. I already offered you some of mine. No, but I heard this story once a long time ago. It was about two sisters in a in a country where everything got frozen. Tell me more. Uh, not without breaching copyright. So, Excuse no. me, if if you if you're not willing to proceed with the process, I'll have to have you escorted off site. No, no, we're listening. Sorry, we're just very excited to be here and be visiting your lovely city of Midland. Mid- Midland. Also, what is sustain? Yes, okay, welcome to Midland, home of Sustain. Oh, Midland. The hope for the future. Hope for the future? Yes, the hope hope for the future. Hope for the future? Has it got anything to do with fire? Please, while you are here, please make sure to respect the local rules uh, as given to you by the parish of Sustain. Halbane pulls the most, like, like a kid about to throw a tantrum face. What are the rules? We don't know about any rules. We must listen to the rules. And we will follow them as good citizens, right, you two? I hate following rules. Well, you will learn to do so. Oh, ludicrous. The most important rules are do not damage sustain, do not desecrate sustain, do not allow unauthorised persons into sustain, follow the rules given to you by the members of the parish of sustain, Uh, you will know them by their green cloaks. Each visitor is allowed one visit to sustain per day during their stay and those are the rules excellent can i go and look at sustain now then well hold on wait what what is sustain exactly i don't know i want to find out sustain is the hope for the future that was cultivated here by the father of the parish of sustain toronto avarice it is what grants us our freedom. Well, how, how how so, if you don't mind me asking? I mean, is Sustain that big rock out there? Yes, it's, well, I suppose you could call it a rock. Oh, is it some kind of um, form of infinite sustenance and food for people so they don't need to eat and that's the hope for the future so nobody needs to eat again? Yes, that actually sounds much better than what I was saying. <laughs> Have you considered a job as a visitor's... Attendant. I mean, I kind of don't like to get tied down, you know. Oh, well, in that case, sustain sounds very interesting, but I kind of don't need it because I already can do that. In, in any case, as new visitors, you must first visit with Toronto Everest. He can explain everything that needs to be explained. Here are your visitors' passes, and he hands you over. You, you didn't even notice this, but he was scratching away. He was carving something under the table while you were just talking to him. That's hella suspicious. He hands out these three... Um, Squares of wood with kind of twine attached around them, and they they have numbers on them. Okay. What number am I? Uh, You are 38. What number am I? Uh, 57. Same as my age. (laughs) (laughs) That's a joke, listeners. I'm not 57. (laughs) (laughs) I turn the pass towards him. Why... How come I've got this number? What does it mean? I thought it would be like one, two, three or something like that. They're not consecutive either. This is fascinating. Why are they not consecutive numbers? Is there a symbolism? 38 was free. The previous user of number 38 left uh, approximately a week and a half ago. So that number has been vacated. So do you only allow a, you only allow a set amount of people in? Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Oh, okay. That makes, that makes more sense. Can I ask you one more question about the sustain... here you can but i think mr avarice would be better placed well then if you don't mind i'm going to ask you a a more personal question if you've got a moment if you must i just sort of want to know you know and i look him like deep in the eyes and i go 
What fuels the flames of your desire? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how this rule. Tell me how this rule works. Come on. Okay. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. So, when you gaze intently into someone's eyes, you may ask their player, "What fuels the flames of your desire?" They'll answer with the truth, even if the character does not know or would otherwise keep this hidden. Uh, he makes eye contact and says, "The rules must be obeyed in full." That's the worst answer you could have given me. But good to know where we stand. Come on, come on, come on. We have to go and look at the rock. Is is that enough personal shit, Chazzy? You've been given your, your... Oh, God, I've forgotten one thing. Please could you show me your, your, ba- your bags? I have like a little leather sack and I empty it out and I have a healing potion. I have adventuring gear and I have dungeon rations. And that's it. Okay, he just kind of rummages through and he ignores everything else, but he looks at the food. Um, he says, no, that, that's, that's acceptable. And he puts the food back down. Did he do anything to my food? No, he just looked at it. What's what's your whole deal with, with eating, by the way? Because, you know, eating is like one of the greatest pleasures in life. It's the best thing you can do with your time, in my opinion, apart from talk to the fire. Without eating, you don't need to hunt. And without hunting, you don't need to destroy the, the local wildlife. You don't need to spend all day hunting or foraging. You don't need to waste time preparing the food. But that's kind of fun. It's sort of part of the fun of it. And if you make good friends and you cook a nice meal together, it's, you know, you have a little party going and everyone's eating some stew. It's a great time. It is a significant social bonding exercise, actually. Do you have other things you do instead? Yes. uh, I'm not the best place to tell you about the social bonding activities here. Is that Everest or Toronto? If you could just be on your way, I have business to do. All right, we're getting, we get the idea, we get the idea, we'll be... Please report to the bottom of the Mount of Sustain to talk to Toronto Avarice first, and then you may explore the village. All right, that sounds acceptable, I guess. I want to go explore. I follow, Sigrun. Come on, let's go, let's go. I think you're doing an excellent job. Thank you very much. I, I live for it. <laughs> now, goodbye, I have business to attend to. Good day. <laughs> I mean, I ship it already. Fennis just really loves bureaucracy, guys. He doesn't sound like he really loves bureaucracy, but that's just his voice. Oh, wow, he does, though. Cool. So, yeah, you're now just outside of the tent. What do you do? Well, I suppose we should head over to Toronto Everest, right? I mean, I'll tell you what. You can ask him questions for me because I want to go and look at the sustain. Well, I think he's by sustain. I think that's what I think that's where we're heading. But he was basically telling you to go to the bottom of the, the hill of sustain. No, I think I called it the Mount of Sustain. I think that's what I called it. Charge! Let's go! You see mountains. It's not a mountain. It's a small hill. It's a very small hill. But yeah, there's a little hut at the bottom of the hill, which you could probably see on the way in. I am, do you know, on my little goat legs, I am positively capering towards this dude. That is very, very, very cute. It is. Is there anything about the mountain that looks like, like magical or like weird beyond what i would consider normal and then weird do you want to do an investigation of that yeah i would like to do that very much i need to open my character sheet again cool and look at everything that i understand this would be a discern realities this would be a discern realities i think yeah discern realities is closely studying a situation so i think you're closely are you closely studying as yeah as sigrun runs off you're closely studying this 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 square building well it's yeah it's a big square of like sandstone Think? Yeah, I'm very suspicious about something that is the hope for the future that means you don't have to eat. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. 
Okay, I rolled a three and a one, so that would be oh, a four. Oh, bad. That's bad. You failed. Plus, plus one, which is a five. Hey, mark experience. Oh. So you, you're closely studying this thing, and as you do that, you're hearing, you hear a kerfuffle from behind you. And what you see is there's a small creature about four foot tall. So bigger than me. So there's a, there's a big creature. Okay, there's a big creature. It's covered in what is, it looks like kind of ceramic. It looks like a kind of pottery thing walking towards you. You can't really tell because you're actually quite far away now. You're down like in the middle of the marketplace. Uh, and it's carrying a slab of metal. And it's walking and dragging this slab of metal. It's a sword. It's just a very like unfinished sword. And it's dragging it towards the gate. And one of the guards at the gate has just shouted out to stop. What do you think all that's about then? That looks like maybe it's one of those ash pit things, don't you think? I think it's a lingerer. Lingerer, you're right. That was the name of it that I forgot to put down. Yeah. Would I have seen lingerers before? Yeah, I think you would have done. Um, I don't know if this is a role spout law thing. No, I think you've just seen these things before. They are... You probably don't know much about them, but you've probably seen little kind of tribes of them around. They're, I think, what's known as, like, descended creatures. So uh, I think I think in the world there are there are the people... And then there are descended creatures, which are like animals and other such things. Uh, and you've always thought of these things as kind of mindless beasts that just happen to be in packs. Um, but they stand on, they stand upright on two legs. Yep. Yeah, so that's not the most usual thing. I don't think you've seen one use a tool before. You might have just seen like little crowds of these things walking around and like preying on other animals. I uh, turn toward it and shout, "Avast!" Well, <laughs> Excuse me. Are we on the boat now? Do you mean avant? What are we? Where are we going with this? Did you mean arrest? Avast. It means like stop. I think. Avant. That would be go back. No, avast. Avant garde. You're looking very forward. Avant garde. Yes. Yes. Hey, what's good, everyone? It's it's me, the Gainsmeister, here from my underground gym, maybe, or or like whey protein dispensary. I, I I don't know where I was going with this, but but I'm the one doing the middle bit. It's really tough because I've got to sit here talking to nobody in particular. It's like it's like I'm just just talking to the air, talking to the air. But it's not air. It's you. Or great listeners thank you for listening to our podcast thing that we make where we sit in front of a microphone for like an hour and apparently produce things that are worth listening to if you, if you do like listening to our podcast show uh, which apparently you do because you're this deep into like the third episode of the side project so i i mean you must be pretty into it right i'm guessing you're pretty into it we could do the like the door of the explorer thing where i say some shit and then and then I leave a blank, and then you you can say it out loud on the train, the bus, wherever in public you happen to be. Just, just, just keep up with me. But yeah, the point I was trying to make was check out our Twitter feed. I guess like Yui's always posting stuff on there. Uh, what is it at the Mortal Path on Twitter? Yeah, you can you can you can interact with. I won't lie, it's mostly Yubi. I've logged in there I think twice, and one of them was no, they were both times to shit post. Also on. The other website, Tumblr dot yeah, the mortal path dot dot com. I got there. I got there. Yeah, I think that's mostly reblogging of like arts and stuff because people draw art, and that's wild, wild. Um, 
there's also apparently a Discord now. I don't know. I've never used a computer in my life, so I, I wouldn't know. But if you if you go onto like either one of the social media platforms we happen to inhabit uh, and click around, then you might you might find the Discord link. I guess it's possible. Also, I'm supposed to plug dndice.co.uk. If you use Mortal Path as a word, like you can buy dice, I guess, if you want more. I went on to like Amazon yesterday and bought 30 dice for like three pounds. It was absurd. Not from not from that place I just plugged. They do like nice dice. I don't know. These might be nice. I don't know. I just wanted a bag. Like I just wanted like just a Ziploc bag full of these goddamn six-sided cubes. Just a just a whole. It, you see it right, and you look at it, and you think, I could just eat these i could just i could just down this whole bag of cubes god so yeah welcome to the podcast middle bit thanks for checking out my side project thing that i'm really taking the lead on uh it's been a lot of fun to adapt to the new system i think it's going to get more fun when everyone really figures their way through the system we can get things more fluid but i think it's going to be a more fun way to 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 experiment some slightly weirder stuff than we do in the main thing not to not to say the main show isn't weird but i think the rule set sort of makes us take it more straightforward. So we'll see where we go with this. I've got a lot more characters I want to introduce because that's apparently all I do. This is this is the exposition section of the game. Um, and then eventually, well, I think I think at the end of maybe next episode, I, I kind of let, let the players off the leash and uh, see where they end up. And hopefully that'll be fun and exciting. So last thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is this owns. Uh, thank you very much to Orion, who whiskey oodles on twitter i don't know like we i don't know i don't know how twitter works don't ask me uh, and apparently some other people maybe are getting involved in this but there's some some transcript making which which slaps illegally um so hopefully we should have some more transcripts for episodes so you can actually like like tell what i say for for once in my life yeah so that's 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 i guess what i was here to say Thank you, and continue listening to the podcast, please. Please don't stop. You can stop if you want. I'm, I'm, I'm not in charge. Just, just, bye. Does it look dangerous? Does it look like it's causing, like, trouble? It's walking towards the gate. Like it's leaving the city? No, it's, it's walking in from the same way you came through. Oh, okay. But it's dragging something behind it. Does it look like it's like hungry and sad and weak? Yeah, well, you can't really tell because this thing is, it's covered in this, this ceramic stuff. It's So this is another weird thing, right? You can sort of tell by it. I think you can't tell what this is, right? You can just see it's an, it's a, you, you, you be, no, Halbane said it might be a lingerie. Yeah. Bulge knows lingerers, and lingerers don't usually use tools. They, but they do walk around. So, so you don't really know what this is yet. I'm going to light the end of my stick on fire, so it's kind of like a little torch thing, not a weapon, just like for flare, not for anything. And I'm going to call out, "Hello there, new friend. Maybe you should listen to the guards here and and stop walking in." I don't think it hears you. I think it's quite far away. Do you think we should go? We should go help him. Wait, is it is it coming towards us or away from us? It's coming towards you. So you guys are in like the middle of the village now. Okay. You're in the marketplace. It's quite loud because you're in a marketplace, right? And you can see this thing walking towards the gates where there is one guard on, on duty. I think that thing is breaking the rules. Well, we all know how you feel about that, Ludicrous. Should we go sort it out? 
I think so. I think we could have a chat with it, though, before we start hitting things. Mm. We were going to see the big yellow, bro. We're going to go see the big yellow thing in just a minute. But this, here's a really weird thing. You need to research this as well, Sigrun. Look at this. It's so weird. It's got all this, like, pottery on it, and it's dragging a big bit of metal. And you know what? I'm kind of thinking that I could use a little bit more metal on my stick anyway, if we can get it to give us a bit. But as you see this, the guard... Well, you think it's a guard standing by the gate. Um, he pulls out uh, a sharp rock from his kind of pocket. Oh, I don't like that. I think, let me go talk to them. I'm going to go see what's up. And so I, I trot over, tail dragging in the dirt. I'm running as well. Thump, 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 thump. I'm, I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna follow them. But, you know, my tail was going flicky, 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 flicky. And now it's kind of... <laughs> I'm going to, uh, like, reach out a hand in, in what I hope is a friendly gesture and go, whoa there, friend, maybe we can just talk about all of this. What's going on? So you run past the guard? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm just enough that I think it can hear me. I'm not trying to instigate a fight. I'm trying to, like, talk to it. Okay, so as you're closer, you can see between the um, big plates of ceramic stuff, but it's like white ceramic. You can see between these plates of ceramic, there is a, a kind of face with a snout and kind of green skin. Uh, sort of wrinkly green skin and kind of jagged teeth. I have a question. Yep. Uh, as a druid, I get something called spirit tongue, Ooh. which says the grunts, barks, chirps, and calls of creatures of the wild are as language to you. You can understand any animal native to your land or akin to one whose essence you have studied. Would I be able to understand this creature if it spoke? You would, because it speaks, and it speaks in common. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever common is in this world the common language i think there's one language so far good excellent that's fine it's it, it has language these aren't animals i'm concerned you guys you gotta let me in you gotta let us in we we need to eat are you hungry <laughs> <laughs> we need to eat are you hungry <laughs> excuse me who who are you are you one of them guards? Ah, uh, no. I think maybe you don't want to eat one of the guards. But I mean, if I, I am a visitor, um, I have the right to go and t- touch the sustain and get sustain. And I don't need to. So if you are hungry, maybe you could have my one. No, no, that... No, Sigrun, that was one of the rules. We can't bring in... Visitors can't bring in other I'm visitors. Not saying I, I'm not saying I bring them in. But Mr. Guard, if you bring this one in, then I can feed it. And that's a good thing to do. Well, look at that now. Uh, it looks like I'm going to just be allowed to walk straight in now. No, we are not allowed to let in other people. But if other people let you in, then you can have my go. I've got a little bit of, like, bacon in my pockets. Do you want a little bit of that? Would that help? Will that help? There's... It's not just me, you know. There's a whole... Look, I'm coming in whether you like it or not. Well, hold on there, friend. Maybe we can we can talk about this and sort of, you know, work something out maybe between what's happening here. He takes a step towards you and tightens his grip on this slab of steel. Uh, what exactly does parlay do? Oh, parlay is when you have... It's like if you're threatening somebody with violence or you had uh, something they really wanted, then you could parlay with them. Well, hold on there, friend. You don't want to really be messing with us because I don't know if you know who any of... Well, especially this big man here, but he's very, very strong and he's only muscle. Legitimately, like, fle- like only muscle. So you don't, you really don't want to be fighting him. And I've got a whole lot of really cool fire power. And I make my hand, like, go a little bit on fire. Guard, is this 
person allowed in. I oh, this guard is this this guard. I made an I accidentally made a generic character who I didn't want to make. Okay, <laughs> I got to think of the guard voice. Um, who who are you people? We don't let in the lingerers at Ash Pit. We don't let them in. You heard the guard. Turn away now. Now step back, or we'll we'll have to do a violence. <laughs> a bit of the old ultra violence. <laughs> Uh, Sigrun also steps back away from the lingerer and just sort of goes, uh, "Sorry." The guard steps in with his with his uh, shiny rock, with his sharp rock, uh, and attempts to stab the creature. And the creature just it just it just bounces straight off his armor. Uh, there's there's a clink as it slides, and it's a scratch, you know, like nails on a chalkboard. Oh, ah! sounds like that as this sharp rock scratches down this ceramic. Uh, and does nothing. The creature picks up his sword and chops off the guard's arm. Oh fuck! One in one swing. Oh, oh, oh dear. Okay, I conjure my burning brand, which I have to roll for. Yeah, I draw my halberd. I grab the guard and drag them backwards and go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Oh, do you have to do a move to conjure your burning? I brand? do, but I I nailed it. What you get? Uh, that's ten plus one, so that's an eleven. Cool. So, what happens on a on an eleven? So, I get two of the two of the tags. Um, I get two things I can do. So, I'm gonna have it be. I'm gonna take away the dangerous tag. Okay. And then I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it plus one damage. I think. When I conjure, I sort of like hold my hands up in a sort of whoa, whoa, whoa there kind of way. And then as I pull them apart, this like really long spear, which is only maybe like three or four foot but long for me spear appears where the end is just like burning flame cool it's not got reach it's not got like technical reach but i've suddenly got this and i go you know the great thing about ceramics is they make great cooking pots and you don't really want to get fire near them because you're going to boil on the inside so maybe you just want to take a step back here friend and not be cutting any more arms off is that is that you doing a, a parlay or something or are you just trying to <gasps> i'd love to do a parlay if i can yeah that's that's i think you're threatening it right Come on, don't fail me now. Oh, Christ. Okay, I, so I got a three on one and then I dropped the other one. So. Okay, cool. So you're rolling plus charisma here. Yep, so that's eight plus my charisma, which is two ten. Cool, yeah. So when you have leverage on a GM character and manipulate them, roll plus charisma. Leverage is something they need or want. And I think what they want here is not to get burned. <laughs> I think I think this thing knows what fire is and it's not not super happy about about the fact. I think it, it's very pleased it got away with one like arm chop off. and now, But it knows that it can't fight three things at once okay so they it looks at you for a second and it's thinking about it don't don't try it don't try it on mate don't you don't step back pal and then it says uh well you've got to let us back in here now soon or or we'll be back we earned this you've changed your voice there friend you were sort of like a southern american before and now you've gone taro yeah i it's really hard to fall back into that voice okay we've uh oh what, what the fuck is the voice it Jesus. was american it was kind of like Kind of southern, but kind of nasal southern. Hillbillies. Yeah. A little bit hillbilly back in there. I was trying to do Appalachian, but I have a different Appalachian voice for a different (laughs) character, and I'm trying to make it different to the one I actually practiced. (laughs) We'll we'll be back soon if you don't... Look, we earned this. Our ancestors earned this, and we'll be back for it. But I tell you what, once we've done here, we're going to come and talk to you guys as well. It sounds very interesting what's happening here. It says you for another second before breaking eye contact, turning away and running. In the meantime, I grabbed the uh, guard and the arm and uh, <laughs> attempted to strap the two together and I will use one use of my poultices and herbs in an attempt to heal 
the guard back up. Okay, how does poultices and herbs work? Well, I've just looked it up. It says, When you carefully treat someone's wounds with poultices and herbs, heal them of seven damage and expend a use. So I think what happens is uh, he runs off before you grab him and pull him back. Uh, and you grab him and pull him Poop. back and then start doing the, the poultice work. But these, these are... I can help, I can help, I These can are medicinal help. herbs, right? This isn't surgery. You can't reattach the bit. The, the arm got <laughs> chopped off just above the, the elbow and you can't you can't attach it. But what you can do is, cautery, is you can you can seal off the wound. I'll tie it off. Wait, wait, let me, little one. Ludicrous, what are you going to do to him? You be gentle now. I will simply lay my hands upon him. And he will be cleansed of this affliction that has been thrust upon him. What are you what are you casting here? I am casting Lay on Hands. What does Lay on Hands do? Lay on hands. Oh my little paladin heart. I touch someone, skin to skin, and pray for their well being. Does it grow does it grow the arm back? What does it do? What is your name, child? Well what is his voice? That was pretty much it. That was that was relatively I am Renpa. Well, Renfair. <laughs> uh, could, could you? Could you? Renfair? Did you say your name was Renfair? Could you say is the uh, is my arm? Ryanair. <laughs> Ryanair. Nice to meet you, Ryanair. Why are you mocking me? I've lost an arm. <laughs> Renfair. Why are you doing this? You will be blessed by Sinep, for it is his will that those who are the bastions, the defenders of civilization be healed and be rewarded. And you know what, if it doesn't work, I can always just make your prosthetic arm and you'll be fine. Oh, bollocks. Oh my god, what did you do? I need to look up what your spell does so I can tell you how you fucked it up. Um, <laughs> well... Oh no. It's plus charisma, right? I, I don't know, I can't... I haven't okay, looked. well I rolled a four. <laughs> which means it doesn't do anything as far as I can tell. Not a whole lot of coming back from that. Okay. And Sigrun was looking at you with stars in her eyes, going, oh, Mr. Bulge, you're going to save him. You're going to give him his arm back. Okay, okay, let's think of how this works. Do you want me to cauterize that wound there for you? So what happens is you start to, to do your touching of the skins, and as you do this, you feel a real pain down your whole arm from the elbow downwards. Could you take 1d8 damage, please? Ooh. <gasps> for damage on this i thought it was just yeah you guys roll for damage Fuck, that's a seven. Oh. <laughs> oh my god wow yeah it feels like your skin feels like there is a rough rusty sword yep. hacking through it oh but there isn't there's no physical damage there but you feel it you are not blessed by synap something is amiss here you do not deserve your arm whoa hey now is there any visible effect um, of uh, Bulge having that experience? What's the effect on the Bulge? I don't think you see anything. No. Oh, well. He just he just feels the pain, and he probably makes a noise of pain, a pain noise. <laughs> I will say that, that Renpa is, is now bleeding out. Like, he's bleeding from the arm. He's been pretty badly hurt. I, I, I would like to tie it off and at least, you know... Um... Yeah, do you got stopped doing your poultices and herbs by Bulge busting in to lay his hands all over yeah, you. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to use poultices and herbs, but I have adventuring gear. I will use one piece of rope from my adventuring gear to, to tie off the Wait, wound. Wait, weren't, weren't you using your poultices and herbs before? I, I was going to, but... Oh, you got interrupted. I got interrupted. You can go back to it if you want to push Bulge uh, off. And... Yeah, okay, I will, I will. I will use poultices and herbs to just sort of tie it off and, and try and stop him bleeding out and, and like, 
fix him, fix him, because I don't like it. Does the spell do an actual heal, or it's is not it... a spell? It's just um, equipment. Okay, but it, there's no. It doesn't tell you you heal anything or anything like that. It says you heal seven damage, uh, and I have to cross off one of my sets of poultices and herbs. Oh, cool. So he actually is feeling fine now. Um, oh, good. But he is missing an arm. <laughs> the wound is healed <laughs> thanks to your poultices and herbs. Yeah, I mean, you know, I did what I could there. Did the creature leave behind that metal? Yeah, let's say he did. It dropped it as it was running. So I'm going to use my hands in place of tools and fire to craft metal objects. So I think like my whole forearms burn. So like my fingers are like white hot. And then like the, you see the gradient of the fire. And I'm just going to like pull this metal into like the shape of like a prosthetic arm. It's not going to like move. It's not mechanical or anything. But it will kind of like sit on the end of his arm at least and be a kind of... I do it in like a thumbs up gesture. Nice. You have <laughs> four arms? I do ludicrous. You know, there's there's these ones and then there's my magical firearms. Get it? Get it? My firearms. Oh, I get it. it. My firearms. Yeah, see fire. <laughs> Are you proud of me? I like that one. <laughs> We should probably, um, you know, alert some kind of authority to the fact that this man has been uh, uh, Wait, uh, quite badly you, you, <laughs> So you give him this, like, fake arm? Well, you know, because we can't reattach the original ones, Ryanair. So here we go. This is You can just put this one on the end. <laughs> Are you mocking me? No, I'm not. I'm trying to help you. I mean, you can just, you know. What can I do with this? This isn't... This is... I, I appreciate you, short one. I appreciate your... No, no. Which one of you is the shortest? That's Halbane, right? Halbane. Me. I'm tiny. I'm fucking tall. I am the tallest character I've ever played. Satyr, I appreciate your your care and effort, but we're in danger. I must speak to... I must speak to Mr. Avarice. Oh, yes. Well, I tell you what, we can show you where he is, because we were going to talk to him just a minute ago. Uh, Mr. Toronto Everest, and he's over here. You come with me. Are they two different people? I've got Avarice written down and then Toronto Everest. I'm not sure. Out of interest, are you guys like mispronouncing Avarice as in greed? As in, as in, that's the word I said. Is this in character? You guys are mispronouncing it or is this? I genuinely thought there were two people here. One was Mr. Avarice and the other was Toronto Everest. No, it's, it's, it's Avarice. Right. I misheard Everest. That's fine. Uh, Maybe we should play it like you misheard because. I definitely did. I 100% think they're two different people. Okay, um, so yeah, I think one of you helps um, Renpa to his feet. How tall is he? He is probably about five foot tall. But I think as you're doing this, you notice that... I can do that then. I'll give you some description stuff. Um, lay some law. Yeah, lay some law. He's got kind of pointy elf ears. He has... Um, his skin is kind of grey coloured. And what probably the most notable thing about him is that he has a... Out the back of his... his. So the clothes he's wearing are like a combination of some kind of leather armour and the green robes that you saw a few people wearing. Out the back of his clothes comes this quite long tail with a sort of whale-like end to it. It's a whale tail. But he has legs as well. He does have legs as well, yeah. I'm very much enjoying that everyone here has tails. Okay, well then, as I'm helping him over there, I would like to be chatting to him saying, you know, it's, it's nice, I think, when people help each other and are generous to one another. And I think it's concerning that um, if you have this form of sustenance that does not require people to eat food, is there a specific reason why the lingerers are not allowed to touch it and they said that they had earned the right to do so? And uh, if I have to roll for that, I'm going to take plus one forward because that's me using my 
who's important around here that I found out before. That's just you asking a question, but the, that's just me asking. As as you're dragging along, I want to say that that you walk past Fennis, sat down, not Fennis. You walk past the Nia, sat down at a little table with a kind of ball game in front of it, playing, just kind of moving the pieces around, and uh, she yells at her, "Hey, hey, Rempo, you want to play? Do you want to play now? Oh, oh shit! You, oh shit!" <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, Rempa is not, is not uh, feeling his best. D- don't worry, I'll be fine. I just have to speak to Toronto first. And uh, what did you ask? You asked him a question, right? Well, I was just asking why it is that the lingerers are absolutely not allowed if they are hungry and they say that they have some, you know, because it's nice to share and it's nice to be nice to people. They're animals. They'll, they'll desecrate it. They'll... I mean, they they talk and they use tools, so that is not in fact animals. Yes, they use tools to do things like this, and he raises up his his stump. Well, I mean, he did ask to be fed, so you know, maybe that could have been avoided. And you know, he was he was wearing armor and things like that. You know, it was clearly there was he was in armor. No, but well, why wouldn't you be if somebody was going to stab you with a sharp rock? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Exactly, Sigrun. I'm on your side, but I'm saying not only is he kind of using tools, but but it it had armor and it it had language, and you know it's not just a a, a beast or a creature. Surely we need to talk to Toronto immediately. Ludacris, what's your stance on this about this sentient thing? I would like to hear what Mister Avarice has to say first, so the DM can finish his exposition. Well, I think that's very kind of you to allow that sort of thing to happen. So do I. As we're walking, the uh, prosthetic metal arm that was scorned, I am going to weld it to the top of my stick. So my stick now just has an arm with a thumbs up at the end of it. <laughs> that's so crude. Nice. Out of interest, is the thumbs up pointing like in a direction or is it just like Absolutely. lifted so it's pointing at the sky? No, it's pointed like behind <laughs> me. I haven't thought so it looks to, like, like a hitchhiker's it. thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Are you guys just going to follow him down to the... Yeah. yeah. We're just yeah. chatting shit as we do, as always. As always. So yeah, you get to the bottom of this this mound of dirt with this massive... It's a pretty big... Um, it looks about like two stories tall in like whatever the ancient units of stories are. <laughs> uh, and it's it's a cube at the top of this hill. Uh, but at the bottom of the hill is this little, little hut. It's made of wood. It's a few bits of wood kind of stacked up with some cloth over the top of it. And then... Rempa opens up, he pulls open the, the curtain and walks in. What do you do? Are we allowed in, Ryanair? Is this like your house or something? Oh no, we're going to see Toronto. What am I talking about? I'm so sorry. I've gotten all confused and befuddled. I follow him in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you walk in and you see there are these little stools, like lump. They're, they're, they're stumps that have been chopped out of a tree as stools. There's a little tiny table with a few kind of trinkets on it and... Uh, like uh, some bits of cloth and stuff like that, just just kind of tat. Sat down on a bed is a lingerer, which well you don't recognise as lingerer. Have you seen a lingerer before? Well, we saw a little green snout. You saw a little green snout, so you, you'd recognise the snout, I guess. And the size. Yeah, but what you what you kind of see is this kind of dumpy looking, like about four foot tall. Uh, it's got like a sort of dog like snout uh, of green skin, um, and it's very wrinkly. It's very wrinkly. I point, I point right and I go, we were just talking to you outside. How'd you get back in here so quick? And what did you do with your armor? Fuck. <laughs> uh, and then Rempa turns to you and he says, please show some respect. What did you do with your armor, sir? Or ma'am? Or mix? Well, come on in. Please take a seat. There appears to be some kind of confusion in, in Rempa. 
Dear boy, you, you seem to have been hurt. What's happened to you? Uh, yes. You lost your dang arm, Rempa. We'll, we'll lose more if we don't deal with these things. But these are these things. You are a these thing. You are a lingerer thing. Well, uh, I do see how that could be somewhat confusing. No, I'm not one of them creatures. Now, I, oh, I've been most rude. I have not introduced myself. My, my name is Toronto. Toronto Everest. Very pleased to make your acquaintance. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you too, sir. Greetings. I'm going to sit down on a stool. Now, Rampa, are you, are you okay? Are you all right? You're not dying, are you? Oh, no, he should be fixed up fine. I mean, he's going to need some stitches in to seal the arm against infection, but I, I packed it pretty tight with herbs, so he should be okay. Sigrun did a fantastic job on him. Well, thank you, Herbane. That is very kind of you to say. It's a pleasure. He hops off, off his bed and kind of picks up a stick off the ground, waddles over to, um, to Remba and just is examining the, the wound, which has actually all healed up and looks like, looks like it's been like that for years. I did. Wow. I'm awesome. You did a very good job on it. Now, uh, sorry, I didn't quite catch your names. Your visitors, correct? That's right. That's right. R- visitors, do you think we could maybe get name tags and pronouns? Because we're getting, everyone's asking us this question. This is like the third or fourth time, I think, today that we've, I'm Halbane Gerald. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, you should suggest that to Fennis. He, he, he does love to, to make those. I see you've got his badges. He's very keen on those. Yes, I am. I am 57. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, 57. <laughs> That's very funny. You ought to, you ought to really tell him that when you see him next, when you, your hair knows him, when you leave, eventually. If you want to leave, you don't don't mind me saying it's, it's not the worst place in the world to be stuck. My name is Ludicrous Bulge. I'm pleased to meet you, Mr. Bulge. Now, what's all this kerfuffle going on? When did how did you lose that arm? Father, they they've returned. They they struck off my arm, one of them. One of the creatures. Somebody's given them weapons. What Well that can't be right, can it? The creatures like that don't have the wherewithal at all to be using weapons. I mean, it wasn't a very good weapon. No? Was it not? I mean, we have it right here. Oh, we did. Yeah, I kind of I kind of made it into something a little bit more, a little a little better, I think. But you know, these creatures, it was using, it was using language. It had armor. I don't know why you're, and you know, it, it did look a lot like you, if you don't mind me saying. So I don't know why you've got this sort of idea about it not being a, a person. Listen, we've been dealing with these creatures for, well... Longer than I can remember. Well, not quite. I've got a great memory. (laughs) That must be nice. I wish I had one of those. That ain't crafted armor, you know. It's just bits of pot. They find it in the in the in the sands. Who's leaving pottery in the sand? I mean, I think that's kind of quite intuitive and smart for them to be able to assemble it from from found uh, remnants. Well, you might think that, but they're from bad stock. They'll they'll taint sustain. We can't. We can't allow them in for for the good of everyone. And in what way will they taint it? How does this work that you can desecrate the foods? Look, I'm, if you'll give me a second, can I just have a word with my with my? Because I'm really interested. I would like to know exactly how I'd be that works. Very glad to explain all this to you, but can I just? I'm so glad to hear that because I cannot wait to hear. Rampa, could you just? Could you just come back in? Please tell us about your taint. <laughs> Could you just come back in a few minutes and I'll 
and I'll, we'll discuss this, but but I feel like I need to give these visitors a proper welcome. <laughs> and then and then Rempo stares at you. He gives you he, he glares daggers at you, particularly Sigrun, and then leaves the tent. See you later, Ryanair. Nice to meet you. See you again soon, maybe. I hate you guys. It, it's no problem. You're welcome. He, he hates you too. Um, yeah, good luck not dying from, from gangrene. You fixed it. It's fine. He's not going to die from the gangrene. I know. He didn't even say thank you. He did say thank you. <laughs> Sigrun, you did a fantastic job on him. I'm really very impressed with your healing powers. I've never felt so safe beside someone before. Oh, that's very nice to hear. Thank you very much, Halbert. Now... Normally, I give y'all a, a great welcome, and we'd I'd tell you the whole history of the place, and we, we'd have a lovely, great chat. Uh, but it seems like things have got off to a wrong start, really, with all this unpleasantness. Fifty years ago, I was traveling the world, and I was I was run out of rations, and I was stumbling through this here forest. As I was traveling through this forest, I stumbled across this, this structure, and I was filled with a vision of a world where no one need hunger anymore. And it's begun to fulfill that vision. It's a divine intervention into this world of ours, and it's going to shape our future. What if that's the case? Why won't you share it with people? Surely the whole thing would be about sharing it with the needy. I will share it, but it, it must be protected. That's why visitors are allowed here, you know? We can't, we can't be going keeping this to ourselves, you know? It's just that those creatures are... They're a lower kind. They're... Their touch corrupts everything they get access to. In what way? Do you mean like a physical erosion of some sort or like... The spirits are bad, you know? Well, I've got a terrible spirit. People tell me that all the time and yet I'm here at the visitor pass. No, I can see into your heart you've got a good heart in there, Halbane. Well, that's very kind of you to say and you'd be one of the first and probably the last. Oh, no, I think you're okay. So far. Halbane blushes. Now, come on. I better give you the... I better show you the place. It's important. So, Toronto, Mr. Avarice, um, is it you who decides who gets to be close to the cube? Well, for now, but the the rest of the parish will. I'm training them up, you see. My successes. Do you have something against your own people that you would say that they are beasts and not fit to be saved? Those are not my people. They're animals. A lower form. But I don't want to sully this great introduction to my... To our humble town with talk of those things. Now let's let's be on our way. And he, he hobbles out of the tent with his walking stick. I turn to Sigrun and to Ludicrous and I lean up, but I'm trying to like lean in, but like <laughs> there's a definite like on my tippy toes. And I say, you know, I think we should probably play along for now, but I'm starting to think there's something a little bit weird happening here and you know, like, I'm I'm no ludicrous bulge, but I don't like to see sort of, you know, an injustice like this happening, you know, if there are needy creatures out there that need feeding and... Agreed. I also think that um the person in the white who would not let me pet their toad uh, said that there was going to be a war, and I feel like this is something that people would fight about. I- imagine if this power could be tapped. I-, I-, I wonder if you can. No need for greed or hunger. A brotherhood, yes, of people. Because man would rhyme, but you can't mm. really use it in this context. Yeah. Well, but neither of you two can eat. You, you, but you guys, you, you, both of you already, you've already told me that you don't need to be eaten, you know, it's only... And it's, it's very liberating. Really? 
Oh, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, you know, I can eat foods, you know, because like I say, it's important social uh, interaction thing and you do it for friendship and stuff. But like, then you have to shit a couple of days after and it's that's kind of horrible. A couple of days? I mean, I don't eat very much, you see. You hear a shout from outside. Uh, Come along, you dilly-dallyers. You're letting an old man leave you in the dust. Okay, well, we play along for now. And then at some point we are going to go and find out what the lingerers are doing. And I scamper off. Agreed. True. And just because, uh, I, I, I say as everyone's walking out, just because they don't need to eat doesn't mean they can't occasionally masticate. <laughs> I don't hear that because I've run off. Toronto is now at the top and he he's waving at you guys. Come on! What's taking you so long? We're coming, we're coming, we're here, we're right here. And I give him a thumbs up with my stick as I run towards him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> He's a very kindly old man, but he's he's not amused by that. <laughs> I don't see why not. Oh, no, yeah, you walk up to the top of this hill and you can see there's this big, like, it's about eight foot high. No, it's about, it's ten foot tall. It's a ten foot tall kind of doorway. It's just an entrance. It's a big square entrance. This might be a weird sensation, but please, enter sustain. I skip straight through it, gaily. Toronto, can I just ask, if I go in there and, and it does something to me, is it going to, like... Is it going to undo it at some point? I don't want to not eat forever. Oh, don't you worry about that. But I'm currently worrying about it. How long <laughs> is it going to last? Are we talking like a day or like an hour or eight hours or until I finish a long rest? Or Well, there's a reason why we say that visitors can go in once daily. All right, but I'm going to be very, very cross with you if you've been lying to me and I go in here and then I'm suddenly not hungry anymore. I assume Venice did tell you the rules when you arrived. He's normally so good about that. I've forgotten the rules already, both in character and out of them, so I'm going to just... All right, I'm going in. I walk in. I walk in. Do not damage. Do not desecrate. Do not let in. I'm going to assume you just keep reeling these off as you walk in, um, and nobody is listening. I'm listening, but I'm not really responding. Okay, Okay. so as you walk in, you're you're suddenly filled with a kind of warmth in, in, in your kind of belly area, and it you're just in a big empty square. Then you feel suddenly kind of growing in you and you feel like you've just had a really full meal you feel like you've just finished like a big three-course meal like the biggest meal you've ever had probably you're not stuffed but you you feel very full question yes that might feel very weird for you bulge since you have never eaten food yeah i don't have a belly okay so imagine the feeling of being full that's what bulge feels what is this i don't like it it's... what is happening to my insides it's too much i don't eat this much this is so strange i don't like it that's fucking weird that is and this my friends is what it means never to want for food this is sustain this feels disgusting <laughs>